Hello and welcome to the Busby Lane Podcast. It's your boy, Ugo. Today is um, a very strange day. I mean, if you think about the news and what's going on, um, very strange times. I mean, like I said in the last episode, we have to do what we have to do uh, to be safe, to contain the virus, to make sure that um, we give every single person an opportunity to survive the virus uh, for the people who are vulnerable to it. Um, so containment is necessary and, uh, you know, everyone has to do what they have to do. But it's, it's it, nonetheless, it's strange. It's strange. No football, no basketball, no F1 racing. Everything is, is cancelled and stuff like that. So it's going to be an interesting uh, couple of weeks coming up. But, um, whoa, what a, what a game. What a game. Um, United... Um, Lask, um, strange game to watch, you know, without the fans. But I think one of the amazing things about watching the game without the fans, if you can pick something that was amazing, is that you could hear some of the communication on the pitch, and and it's something that we don't get to hear, you know. Um, I think before Igalo scored, you know, you could hear. I think it was Bruno calling him Iga Iga. You know, it was it was it was nice to hear that to, to to kind of hear that communication that happens um on the pitch is, is great so it you know it tells you that it's not it's not so easy right you know everyone is people have to coordinate and when people talk about leadership on the pitch you, you start to you know kind of realize what they mean by that when you watch the game like that anyways i mean strange game to watch but uh Manchester United was very very professional um really played at a very very high level and I think there's no other place to start but uh you know Odion Igalo um this guy is I think he's a very high efficiency player so he makes very high efficiency plays his um his touches are very very sound um he when he picks the ball out when he you know when the ball gets to him he's able to get it under control and his decision making is very, you know, top class as well. He keeps it very simple. He's not a glamorous player, so he's not a player who's gonna try any flicks or anything like that. That's not that's not his game. When he gets the ball, he's thinking about how to advance the ball. So you know, he understands his responsibility and his role very clearly and he, he does it to a T. There's no he doesn't go out of you know, his way to do anything that is not, you know, in the script of what he is supposed to do. And, and, and that's just amazing to have such players. It's, it must be a joy for Ole. And when Ole talks about Igalo and, you know, even in his press conference, you can see that he, he loves those kind of players, players who can execute. And when you have a striker like that, who's also great technically, because he is technically gifted where you see the way he hits the ball, the way he passes the ball, um, the way he brings it under control. You know, he is, you know, a, a kind of person and he's strong as well. He's strong. He's not the fastest, of course, but he doesn't need to be that fast because of what the kind of things he does. So he understands how to press and when he presses, he presses with purpose, you know, and of course, because he's, he's he's a strong guy, you know he could force other people to making mistakes as well. So, man, you know four goals in three starts. I think he's averaging something that is close to like seventy minutes, you know, per goal or something like that. That is ridiculous. And when when we signed Igalo, I said ten goals would be a successful season, you know, an exceptional season actually. Um, in fact, five goals. I think I think I said five goals. To be honest, I mean, but but you know his. You know, at four already. Um, I think he's um, he's really uh, shown, 
you know, a lot of, um, of progress since he has come in as well. You know, his, his fitness has improved, so he's playing much better right now. But um, it's, it's, it's great to have that option. I must say it's great to have that option. I'm sure Ole is very happy that he has that option. It allows us to rotate. And when you look at the games that he participates in, we score quite a lot of goals. <laughs> we, we do. And I think that's because he's a focal point and he play. He is a real striker in the mold of, you know, the traditional striker. He's not, um, you know, like an inside forward or anything like that. He plays that role. And, and I think in the club, he is probably the only one who actually can do that, can play that particular role in the way that he plays it, you know. I'm, I'm hoping to see him with Martial and, and Marcus in the same team. I would love to see that, and this is going to be just amazing because they can play off off him, and it's be to be great to watch. But anyways, moving forward, um, Bruno Bruno's assist was 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 amazing. By the way, I mean something to just note because he is <laughs> amazing flick. Um, again, Bruno showing that he's a top class um, footballer when he plays. It seems like you know there is this inevitable feeling that we're going to win, you know, and, and I think that's what Bruno brings to the table. And so his leadership is undisputed. <laughs> I've been watching clips of, of him singing his, um, his song. And I think he, he genuinely loves being, being a Manchester United player. And it's been a while since we saw players who were like that. And, and, and that's just a breath of fresh air. Um, DJ got a goal. <laughs> so again, um, he probably, would have gotten a goal against Bruges because I, I I still think that that the shot was was heading into the net but yeah before the handball but um the more I think about it I feel like Bruno I'm sorry DJ you know has come under a lot of stick and for me yes his decision making is really not up to par yet but I, I still think he's a player who's developing he was playing in the championship he needs more time and as he plays around better players he's going to get better as well um i think in the derby as an asset he was amazing you know he made ole's plan work because he was the outlet from a from an attacking standpoint we could attack through his channel um, his decision making at times were just dreadful. Um, you know, he maybe needs to understand what to do around the, the final third, and I and he says it. They are training him to learn how to do that because, of course, he we can't waste the kind of attributes he has. He is a, an exceptional player. He's a two way player, so he goes front and back. He has a lot of energy. He can run. He is unbelievably fast and fast with the ball as well so you know he can really really uh, you know get into space and he's not a bad uh you know he's not he's not, he's not terrible at shooting the ball as well and as we could see in the in the game so he just needs to make the best decisions when he gets into that position but I, it doesn't we don't need to slander him or anything like that there's no slander needed he's gonna get there he's gonna learn so which is why that goal was great for him and Come on, this guy has, I think he has about seven assists or eight assists or something like that. That is remarkable. And for, for someone who's a winger, who's not a primary striker, that's just remarkable. He's been creating goals in other ways. You know, he, he struck up a, a partnership with um, with Rashford, which was amazing. So every time he, he was playing the ball in because Rashford was making those runs and things like that. I don't think he, he gels with Martial the way he was gelling with Rashford. And I don't know why, but... 
of course, you know, those sort of things could play a role. But great great to see him get a goal. Um, beautiful goal as well. Um, Manchester United is playing amazing football right now and, and it's, it's so enjoyable to watch. You know, I know Laskis, people could say that, you know, they're not a, a very a top quality team or anything like that. They don't play in a, in a very good league, but they're top of their league in the league where there's Red, Red Bull Salzburg, in the league where there was, you know, Haaland and, and all those guys at, at some point. So it's not a, a shabby league at all. This is the league where money came from and things like that. So um, I would say at the end of the day, you have to, um, you know, put things in perspective, yes. But Manchester United is playing really, really wonderful football at the, at the moment. And it's, 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 it's a beauty to watch. So, um yeah, Fred and Juan, that goal was just amazing. It was just amazing. It was just, um, <laughs> you know, the, the disguise pass from Fred. And, and Juan started it all. Um, they're playing with so much freedom. And I think, and I think that's, that's what they've been lacking. They've not been playing with a lot of freedom. And that's what Ole keeps saying. You know, when he keeps saying you have to play with freedom, when good players play with freedom, they, they, they play, you know, amazingly well. You know, but when you play with fear, when you're always scared of, making a mistake or scared of doing things then you become so tentative and then that that even leads you to making more mistakes and i think when jose was there i think that was the case i think a lot of players were playing with with a lot of fear and that's that's different now and, and that's simply because jose decides to motivate his players differently <laughs> he, he decides that you know he uses the stick that's it and, and Ole has a different approach i mean everyone has a chance that's why people can drop out of form and come back into form and you know people continue by the way scott mctominay and i just I just needed to say this scott mctominay has scored two goals since he came back from injury let that sink in. So it's it shows you that everyone, everyone is playing at a high level. And when he scored against Bruges, I'm sure people would have said, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, it was just against Bruges. And he did it against City. He did it against City. So anyways, um, moving on. Um, Chong. Chong got another assist. This is his second assist. You know, what a way to to celebrate your, your, your contract. You know, another assist. And I know as a young player... He's going to be looking for goals. I mean, I, I'm sure he's going to be thinking that goals are the most important things for him right now. And, you know, he needs to get a goal. But for me personally, and, and for the coach and for the team, the assists are even more valuable. And, and I think that's where you you have to, you know, you have to understand that. You have to understand that you're contributing for the team. And as long as Chong can continue to do that, to contribute for the team, don't be selfish. Don't try to beat too many players or whatever if you can't you know find players look up head heads up look he can challenge dan james for that spot if he if he's able to do that because i think when it comes to his when it comes to like technical ability i think chong is probably a little bit much better than than dj to be honest but but it's great that there is competition for places but i think his assists have been amazing and th this one was a different one from midfield he gets the ball looks up, you know, gets the ball under control, looks up, finds Mason, puts, slips him in, beautiful pass, and <sighs> Mason, like, look, <laughs> with Mason, this it's hard to say, it's hard to say, like, this kid is just, man, this, this kid is just something else, like, because he knew that from the angle he was coming in, there was no way he could, he could, you know, shoot it across the keeper, so 
he had to sneak it in and he actually snuck it in in the most precise fashion like i don't know mason greenwood is just something else 12 goals in the season five goals in europa it's it's crazy it's just crazy you know um anyways but yeah mason is just um it's it's unbelievable what this guy is doing and and again ole ole is keeping him hungry you know feeding him in drips not trying to burn him out he's going to be you know critical next season and things like that there's a plan there's and anyone who says they cannot see the plan is, is being disingenuous disingenuous to be honest but because there is a plan and, and we can see the plan and it's um it's amazing it's amazing um that 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 it's yielding the results that it is and um andreas got a girl <laughs> i think i think that will help andreas andreas um does need um a lot of confidence you know he's not been playing very well uh, and he's been rightly dropped so you know he can't blame the manager for dropping him i think he understands so he would understand why he was dropped and if he can because andreas again is another one and i i this is why i'm not really sold on, on getting rid of andreas he's a he's a technically gifted player he is unlike lingard he is a technically gifted player um, Lingard has his own attributes and we can talk about his own attributes but Andreas's attributes in terms of his technical ability is sound what he's lacking is the ability to read the game and, and that's what they have to work on they have to teach him the game teach him why you do why you make certain decisions you know in certain in certain scenarios you know and that's and because that's what that's what Andreas needs he needs to understand what the right play is in 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 specific situations and and once he does that he will be a decent uh member of the squad i don't think he he is at the level you know where he's going to be starting for us but then we need really decent backup options as well because we need to rotate bruno bruno has played almost all the games since he came so he, you know we need to um be able to rotate bruno and stuff like that so you need you, you still need people like andreas to, to do better it's great to see mata is playing well as well so um that that's amazing um i think you have to put down you have to you know you have to obviously acknowledge that you know ole's plan is working um in all the years preceding ole's reign since feggy left We've gone through false dawns. That that's that's for sure. We've gone through those moments where, you know, we you know four four zero FC kind of thing. You know, we were banging in goals under Jose. I think his first ten games or something like that was crazy. Um, you know, we thought we were gonna win the league and stuff like that. Won the Europa League. Um, under Van Gaal, there was you know one field and things like that. There have always been those false dawns, you know, false starts and things like that. The difference between um, those ones and this one is that in those false dawns, it almost felt like we were irking out wins. We're not we're not dominant in 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 the way we were winning. We were, you know, it was last gap. It was you know struggling to get the win. And I've not seen us as dominant as we are right now since fergie that is just my personal observation i'm not saying that we're the finished article not not yet not by any stretch but but we're getting there we're definitely getting there and it's it's testament to what ole has been doing the cultural reset 
from top to bottom everything is being restructured recruitment has been amazing we recruited our captain in the summer and 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 that, you know you have to you have to think about these things sometimes you have to just kind of wrap your hand head around them we recruited our captain in the summer we recruited a, a leader in january like all the signings we've made and then we rec recruited a top class striker a high efficiency striker from china like that kind of recruitment is just off the chart right um it's um it, you know it, it really de de um you know deserves a lot of credit brought in you know probably one of the best hands in the league at the moment you can't tell me he's not like you can't tell me he is not putting up numbers that you know put anyone to shame basically you know as, as a midfielder like which midfielder really you know is is putting up such numbers i mean if you if you look at his track record from um spotting all, all, all the way till now because he hasn't really dropped off in any way you know so we've recruited that guy in january so think about it we've recruited arguably the best defensive right back in the world you know in january and recruited our captain in, in sorry in, in in the summer we recruited them in the summer so it's it's amazing to see uh, the type of recruitment that we've been doing and, and that's testament to what ole brings to the table he's a he's a he's a fan of this club and he's going to do what it takes uh, for us to get back there and, and we have to give him our maximum support maximum support i've never felt like this as a manchester united player since feggy left um so bringing back those those old old times and, and being able to enjoy and going into a game believing that we, we're going to win or we have a chance a, a very very good chance of winning it's just a, a refreshing feeling and it does so much for your mental health and things like that as a fan and, and for a long time we've not had that and i want it to continue and i think it's going to it's it's, it's very important that's why i get really um sick of the whole only out agenda and all that stuff it doesn't make any sense right it doesn't make any sense when we can really build towards something for the first time we have academy players coming through like since neville neville and even even during the 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 van gaal era which was the closest we we had to players coming in and, and and making a mark okay marcus came towards the end of the season but we didn't have an under 18 scoring 12 goals in a season you know that that's remarkable or a you know an under 18 left back who who is established right now who has a goal already this season has a few assists to his name um you know so we're doing we're doing some some special things at the moment and under this um leadership and uh, you know you have to you have to you know respect that and you have to agree that you know they've put in a lot of work and there were there were times when it was hard and all we needed to do was just stick together and continue to work hard and it's going to still get hard there will be there will be times where we have to fight through stuff and we have to do it together but we're working towards something so changing it up right now does not make any sense at all and i and i trust them now that in the summer and the, and you know and in, in the in the transfer window that any player they're going to bring in is going to be a, a player of high quality uh when you look at the the um the players who are or, who were already there before they came in they were able to transform them, you know, the likes of Fred, the likes of um, Scott McTominay, and where Scott is a is I I I talked about it earlier on. Two goals since his return, he is our top one of our top scoring midfielders. Imagine when you you get where you know he's he could be he could be heading to ten goals actually this season.
if he continues <laughs> you know, on this trend and he, he's been out for a while right so if you really put it in perspective if you put what's happening in the improvement in players marcus rashford already has a career season and he's going to miss almost the, you know a majority of the season i'll talk about you know the potential of having rashford back which which which, which we'll discuss in a bit but you know having you know improving those players Martial is already having a career season and he's doing very very well this is the best football he's played since he came to manchester united um you know so there are some players who haven't improved jesse and andreas you know are still struggling but they haven't lost hope on them they're still trying to help them to improve and if if maybe it's it's impossible to improve some players they move on or whatever it is but um but yeah it's been it's been great and and ole carrick mckenna Phelan, um dempsey uh i don't i forget what the, the new goalkeeping coach is all these guys have been ex exceptional and um i'm really um excited about the what Manchester United, um, the future of Manchester United. I'm, I'm, I'm so, so excited. But uh, then it all goes down because you're like, where do we go from here? Like, where do we go from here, right? Football is off. It's cancelled till April, right? I mean, I know April is like, you know, three weeks away, something like that. So it's not, it's not too bad, but... Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be strange because players won't be able to go and train with one another. So are they going to lose fitness or they, you know how do you maintain their intensity while they are isolated? That is one thing to think about. So they can't train together for these three weeks. So it's going to be very interesting. So when they come back, are they going to just go and start playing immediately you know, without training together? Like how is it going to work? It's 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 going to be interesting. This this is one of the biggest disruptions that we've that I've ever experienced in my life, you know, because I've never been in a world where something like this has happened. I, I, I can't remember. I can't ex remember it. And it's happening globally. Like everything is, is, is on shutdown and everyone has to stay home. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So, you know, I don't know. It's, 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 it's interesting. <laughs> I think that's all, that's all I can say about it. But, yeah, we'll, we'll continue to look at, um, you know, what the next three weeks will look like. I mean, obviously, you have to do your best. Um, wash your hands. Make sure you're staying out of uh, crowded places. You know, be responsible. If you're feeling sick, you know, call your doctor, you know, before you go in and things like that. They're just, you know, certain protocols that you have to observe. Very important to follow them. Um, it, it's, I mean, looking at the randomness of, of how it's spreading, you know, you could say that it is in the population already. And, you know, obviously, you know, the doctors are saying it's going to, you know, get high before it, it gets low and, 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 and things like that. So, you know, there is that, but then um, we just have to um, continue to do um, our best, you know, to, um, you know, to, to get through it. We need to get through it uh, together. Um, wash your hands, use your hand sanitizers if you have, but wash your hands more, more importantly, don't touch your face if you can help it, um, you know, and, and there's no need to panic. I don't think, you know, there's any need to panic. I think we can, you know, be civil and relax a little bit yet, yeah, be cautious, but, you know, don't, don't overdo it or anything like that. I think um, it's going to be brought under control, I think. You know, I think the, the necessary pr protocols are being
put in place and while it's going to be tough you know for for sports fans for other people who would, who have conferences summits to attend it's it's going to be you know an interesting few weeks but anyways um stay safe out there have a good one uh, it's been great talking to you guys cheers <laughs>